Hey, it's me, the Pondering Theologian, Nathaniel. I just want to give you a heads up that this is an explicit episode, so if you don't want someone who may be with you to hear swear words, then I would pause the episode and listen to it another time. Thanks for listening to the Pondering Theologian. Hello and welcome to the Pondering Theologian podcast. I am the host, Nathaniel. Um, we are living in a time that I would rather not. As a human living in this century in these past decades, I am increasingly worn down by horrors. This is a a country that is desensitized. So the news in the last week of a Buffalo, you know, New York shooting in blatant racism spurned by a conspiracy theory did not shock too many people. The shooting in a church in Laguna, California, where the shooter wanted to hurt the Taiwanese independence idea by murdering Taiwanese peoples as they gathered in a house of worship also did not seem to cause more than the normal thoughts and prayers. And the Southern Baptist Convention has documentation that they not only covered up hundreds of abuse situations, but also actively tried and did destroy the lives of the victims. A more damaging action to Christianity than debate or argument by any uh, opposing religion or atheist is being treated by many as not surprising and that is a different person's backyard you know we don't necessarily need to worry about that and then a shooting today of children more children and for so many it will just become a moment in the background I am so tired, dear children of God. I am so very tired of watching lives be destroyed, of lives being distinguished, and just uh, of institutions deciding that one life is worth more than others' lives, of someone's right to something is more important than someone's lives. There needs to be a change. Now, I'm a realist. I know that I cannot simply stop all the violence, nor can I speak to the politicians in a way that will likely make them act quickly or in a long-lasting way to make changes. I can, however, hopefully share a faithful approach to stopping all of this senselessness. If you follow me on Instagram and my story last night, uh, this May 24th, 2022, I reposted a quote that says, there is something deeply hypocritical about praying for a problem that you are unwilling to resolve. Think about that. There is something deeply hypocritical about praying for a problem that you are unwilling to resolve. 
So what can you do? The first thing is that you can actually work to make a change. Actually work to make a change. If you are able to vote, consider how you vote. Does the person you are voting for actually do anything? Not just serve a party, not just being a political puppet, but they are actually doing something to try to make a difference. And in that, think about how you are going about it. John Wesley said when um, giving uh, voting people's advice, uh, he told them, one, to vote without fee or reward for the person they judged most worthy. Two, to speak no evil of the person they voted for, which means that that person is upright enough that you can't find a a fault to speak evil of that person. Three, to take care their spirits were not sharpened against those that voted on the other side. If you take part of the political game that is American politics at this time, consider these words strongly. People who do not actually represent biblically sound, I mean actually in the Bible, not just a single fucking Bible verse that they spew out of context because the political and religious tainted party taught them so, I mean that if they are truly are upholding Christian values that they strive to defend their fellow persons walking down the street and the children. My God, my my God, if you think that your right to something is more important than protecting the life of someone else, then you are not a biblically sound Christian. I did not stutter. I'll say that again. If you believe that your right to something is more important than standing up for all of creation, for protecting all those created in the image of God, and upholding the Ten Commandments, and upholding the greatest two commandments of which the whole Bible rests on, which is love, then you are not actually a Christian. If you are dedicated so much to a nationalist mindset, so much so that you cannot separate your earthly citizenship and your religion, you are not actually biblically rooted in your faith, in Christianity. If you do not defend the least of these, if you do not defend the children, the meek, the downtrodden, the abused, the homeless, the weak, and abused, and all those that are created in God's image, you are not a biblically sound Christian. If you actively speak maliciously, if you hold hate in your heart, if you seek to harm your fellow child of God, if you disregard human life, you are not a biblically sound Christian. If you are not biblically sound and you are not living as Christ directed, then you are not a Christian. If you support a patriarchal system that covers up and stonewalls people trying to make a change or hold people accountable to their comments made or commitments made to God, then you are not a Christian. I am so deeply angry, so deeply grieved at all this that I could not avoid creating an episode to at least address this.
This is not a very well-crafted episode, and I apologize about that. But I beg you, if you say that you are a Christian, to actually do something. This is not Christian. This is not godly. This is not living a life of love and peace. And this is not seeking to grow the kingdom of heaven. This is only destruction. And destruction only leads to anguish and darkness. My mother told me and my siblings growing up that someday God would let us see all those that we could have affected their lives for the better. All those we could have shared the gospel with and all those we could go do good by but chose not to. She said that God would show us those that were bound for hell because of the choices we made like that. I do not necessarily believe that. I do not have a biblical reference to uphold that eschatological idea. But I do know that every face, every name, every location that comes across our screens over the radio, that our lives destroyed because we chose not to do something to defend the lives of our fellow children of God. Those names faces, places. That is bloodshed that we could have done something to stop. What will you do? Will you forget this come the elections? Will you continue to vote only in the two-party oligopoly that is both upheld by blood and lies? Will you seek to vote for true change, not politically hollow lies told every election? If you are a Christian and you are a part of the church, in whatever denomination or non-denominational setting, you can make a difference. You can hold people accountable. You can choose to stop supporting liars, cheaters, haters, sexist individuals, pedophiles, racists, and all the other chosen, wicked, and sinful things that people like the leaders in the SBC who did this for such a long time. But the fact that they did so at all is too much. I'm going to end it there. There's so much to say and there's so much that needs to be said. But I challenge you to think about this. You are not in a vacuum. You affect the world, and you can work to stop the senseless and needless violence and the destruction of lives. Know that whoever you are, wherever you are, God loves you no matter what. There's nothing that you can do about that, nothing that I can do about that. And I'll see you in the next episode.